morning. Welcome to another episode of Mystery Under Your Feet. Today we take a look at the great Sikh warrior, Banda Singh Bahadur, a man who was a terror to the Mughals. The great warrior was born in Lachman Dev on October 1670 in Jammu's Rajori region to a Rajput family. It's believed he took to sannyas after seeing a pregnant dog he shot writhing in pain and dying. He met a sadhu named Janaki Das and became his disciple and adopting the name of Madhudas. After travelling all over the north, he finally settled on the banks of the Godavari near Nanded. Guru Gobind Singh was dissatisfied with the Mughal Emperor Bahadur Shah for not punishing the governor of Sirhind, Nawab Bazir Khan, for the murder of his two sons, Sahib Jada Jawar Singh and Fatih Singh. It was then that he decided to send Madhudas to Punjab to end the persecution of Sikhs and Hindus and the Mughals there. He had earlier met Madhudas while he was meditating in Deccan and they had, they had asked him in a calm manner, who are you? Accepting defeat, Madhu replied, I am your slave, Banda, which is what got him his name. The Guru had a long talk with him, encouraging him to give up his ascetic lifestyle and become a true warrior to fight for righteousness and justice. The Darbar in Nandit on September 3, 1708, the Guru baptized Madhudas with the Khanda, the Pahal, and gave him the name of Banda Singh Bahadur. He conferred total political and military authority on him, a standard arrow, as well as a five-member advisory council and around 25 personal bodyguards. The five members were Baj Singh, a descendant of Guru Amartas, his brother Ram Singh, Vinod Singh, descendant of Guru Angadev, and his sons Kaha Singh and Fatih Singh. He was specifically chosen to attack Sirhin, the city where Bajir Khan, the killer of Guru Gobind's sons, resided. In the meantime, Guru Gobind Singh himself was stabbed to death on October 1708 with active convents of Bazir Khan. The murder of Guru Gobind Singh ignited the feelings of dominance in Banda Bahadur, who now swore total revenge on the Mughals. Travelling across on Maharashtra and Rajasthan, which were then seething with revolts against the Mughals, he reached Narnaul. At Narnaul, he saw at first hand the Sitnami Sat massacred and massed by the Mughals and his blood boiled. He received a huge welcome at Issa from both the Hindus and Sikhs as the representative of the Guru. Also sent letters to the Malwa Sikhs requesting them to join the battle against the Mughal. And he marched towards Sirhind, Kankan, Sunepat, Kaital on the way, looting the Mughal treasury. His first target was Samana, where he recited the execution of Guru Tegh Bahadur Jalaluddin Jalad. On November 16, 1709, Samana was attacked and the city destroyed by its inhabitants massacred. It also marked mistake no prisoner strategy for him it was a total annihilation of the enemy and that was the main reason why Mughals feared him more than even he was utterly ruthless towards them it was Banda Bahadur who also laid down the sick practice of taking no prisoners when the enemy was defeated eliminated them ruthlessly and soon place after place fell Quran Taksa as he swept across Punjab soon people began to join him every day around thousand men willing to fight under him against the Mughals. He was ruthless and when he captured the city he put his own men in charge and all the enemy combatants were massacred. Though Panda Bahadur's main target was Sirhin, he wanted some time to study the city and prepare for the mission. So he settled down for some time at Mukhlispur, which he renamed as Lohagar and it also became the first capital. Located at the foothills of Shivaliks, it became Banda Bahadur's capital where he established his rule. As a ruler, he abolished the Chamindari system, declared the tillers to be the actual owners of the land. His support base was primarily peasants, small-time cultivators, warriors, and he stood for them always. He was always 
equally reduced the seconds of decoys in the region. He stamped them out and ensured law and order was maintained. The reason for Banda's Banda Bahadur's popularity was the dignity accorded to people from the lower classes gave them a better life. Most of his followers were sick seeking to avenge the Guru's death as well as the peasants from lower classes. In the meantime, Wazir Khan himself declared jihad against Banda Bahadur and got most of the Muslim chieftains to support him. Wazir Khan had a large professional army while Banda's army was mostly irregulars and some Sikh soldiers. On March 12, 1710, the armies of Banda Bahadur clashed with those of Wazir Khan near Srin. The cries of Sacha Padishah Fateh Darshan Satsri Akal rent the air as Banda Bahadur left from the center against Wazir Khan's forces. The Sikhs suffered heavy casualties from the artillery fire of the Mughals, but they did not allow themselves to be beaten. A pitched battle was fought between Wazir Khan and Banda Bahadur, who in the meantime was joined by Bad Singh and Vinod Singh, and soon Wazir Khan was killed by the Sikh soldiers in battlefield. The Guru's death was avenged. The Sikh soldiers mounted Wazir Khan's head on a spear, and the Mughal forces were routed and scattered in disarray. The Sikhs did not spare the Mughal soldiers and fell upon them, massacring them and massacring even those fleeing. Soon he turned his attention to Sirin. The city was bombarded. Many Muslim nobles fled from there. The city's treasury was looted and then it was raised to the ground. Many Muslims actually embraced Sikhism to save their lives. Such was the fear Banda Bahadur struck. He was now the ruler of the entire province of Sirin that extended from Satlej to Yamuna from the Shivaliks to Karnal. His march was unstoppable now. Hoshiarpur, Jalandhar, Malerkotla all fell as he marched towards Lahore itself. And though Banda Bahadur laid siege to Lahore, he could not occupy the city due to its strong fortifications and had to retreat. His unstoppable march against the Punjab, across Punjab, his take-no-prisoners policy had infuriated the Mughal Emperor Bahadur Shah to no end. The fact is Banda Bahadur decimated the Mughal army in rule in Punjab and northwest and rather ruthlessly. The Mughal army struck back against the Sikhs and many were massacred en masse in retaliation. He had to take refuge in the Shivalik hills and was soon fighting and losing battles against the Mughal forces. However, once again, the Sikhs gathered in large numbers behind him and, and struck back at the Mughals. Bahadur Shah was succeeded by Farooq Shah who had an even more fanatical zeal and began to hit back at the Sikhs. Though not having the superior armory of the Mughals, the Sikhs then more than made it up with their fighting spirit. They only had the most primitive of weapons, but they fought the Mughals with a never said their attitude. Banda Bahadur became a nightmare for the Mughals, now many of them did not even want to face him in combat. For eight months he withstood the seas of the Mughals at Kurdas Nangal, an epic last time if ever there was one. Sadly, differences of opinions meant Baba Binod Singh and three others deserted him when they were needed the most. Finally, Banda Bahadur was forced to surrender. His men could no longer withstand their siege. All resources were exhausted. 300 defending Sikhs were massacred. Banda Bahadur was shackled with chains and put in an iron cage. They go take of Fateh, O Nusrat Vithirang, as Nanak Guru Gobind Singh. The kettle and the sword, symbols of charity and power, victory and blessing have been obtained from Guru Nanak Gobind Singh in his last letter to his troops. In spite of the torture and indignities they were supported, subjected to, the Sikhs remained as calm and composed as ever. Banda Bahadur was himself dressed in a mock turban and a heavy robe was taken through the jeering crowds. The Mughals promised amnesty to anyone who converted, but none of the captured Sikh soldiers did so. As each Sikh was beheaded, they defiantly cried out the praises to the Guru and not flinching even for a moment. 700 odd Sikhs were executed, none of, one of them asked for amnesty, not one of them even considered converting to Islam. Next, all the Sardars loyal to Banda Bahadur were tortured cruelly, but they held steadfast, never once seeking amnesty. He was paraded through the streets of Delhi in front of Jiren Roads along with his son Ajay Singh. 
All the loyal six Sardars of Banda Bahadur were tortured and impaled to death right in front of his eyes. His own son Ajay Singh was cut into pieces before his eyes. The flesh thrown at him when asked why he was suffering all this when he got easily accepted Islam. Banda Bahadur replied without flinching, When the tyrants oppressed their subjects to the limit, the God sends men like me on this earth to mete out punishment to them. God is not being unjust to me in any way. And then Banda Bahadur was executed in the most gruesome manner. He was first blinded, his arms and legs cut off, his flesh torn off, and finally was executed and body cut into pieces. The gruesome torture and death of Banda Bahadur did not harbor crushed Sikhism, it rather strengthened it even more. His heroism, his martyrdom, became an inspiration for many a Sikh warrior who carried on the struggle. Banda Bahadur had dealt a death blow to the Mughals in Punjab, not even his gruesome torture and death could change that. When the Sikhs went from strength to strength, reaching its glory under Ranjit Singh, the Mughal Empire on the other hand crumbled. Instantly, Farooq Shia, who ordered the brutal torture and execution of Banda Bahadur, was later overthrown and tortured, executed in the same manner. Banda Bahadur, a true hero, a true warrior, and a just ruler, who began the end of the Mughal rule in Punjab.